Hello. Hi. So it happened again. Unfortunately, we just had too much to say about these lovely songs on the School Love Affair album. And we had really good feedback on the Love Yourself tier episode coming out in parts. So we could go into more detail of the lyrics and talk for a little bit longer. But the episodes were a bit shorter. So uh, we have decided to go with the same format again. I think we're probably going to keep it going forward, aren't we? Mm. They're going to be shorter episodes with the final episode being where we give out the awards. It also means for you guys, they'll come out more, more often. quickly. Yeah, they'll come out more often. So yeah. it's going to be better. Get more better, content. Better, better. better. <laughs> but yeah, you do get more content out of it. So hopefully it's good news. I think that's all we have to say for now. And we hope you enjoy this part of the episode. Skit Soulmates time. This was produced by P-Dog. It's the skit. So it starts with them talking about how the red recording light makes them nervous. So they clearly just started recording. They're like, oh my God, the red recording light. So nervous. And they don't know what they're going to do for the skit. That's what they're talking about. So Tay keeps being like, what should we do? And then Jin suggests that they do something really cringe. And then Hobie suggests that they talk about their ideal types. Tay's like, what's your ideal type then? And Hobie answers, a girl like you. And Tay's like, really? Seriously? Oh, that's when he's like shouting. He's, when he goes, ah, oh, Jinjo. Um, throws them out of the band. Yeah. And then, and then Hobie, no, but then Hobie says, I want to bite you. Mm. And then Namgi are both like, no, we're, we'll be a five member band from now on. Hip hop style. Hip hop style. Real men, manly men, guys. Aaron, really I tough. like that. Aaron throws them out of the band and then Yungi kills them. Yeah. yeah. And then Bank PD comes in and asks what they're doing. He asks if they've worked until dawn. So, you know, it's really late at night. And Supreme Boy is like, no, we're recording. And he says, like, not quite till dawn. Hobie asks Bank PD what they should do for the skit. And Supreme Boy says, he's just planning on using this recording now. And then Yungi's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And Jin, RM, and Hobie asks Bank PD to suggest some ideas or say a few words, but then he doesn't. And then that's it. That's the end. Yeah. I like that Supreme Boy's in the skit. Yeah. Shout out to that boy. Yeah. Glad. Who yeah. could have been in the band? He could have been, yeah. Could have been. Tough day for Supreme Boy. He is on Cypher 3, though. He is on Cypher 3. Yeah. I, I wrote that this just feels like they didn't know how to come up with a skit that would fit the love theme. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, we don't really want to talk about this. <laughs> We're just going to talk about talking about it. I bet it's funny. Yeah, it is funny, yeah. I hope he got closest with this ideal type thing. But then he just turned it into a joke, so he didn't even talk about it. But if I was a very young teenage girl... And Obi and B had had this interaction about you're my ideal type. Oh, I want to bite you. Yeah, I'd have been like, oh my Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh also, my Jesus, there got a voice. <laughs> also, I probably wouldn't want them to talk about their ideal types because what if they said, oh, I want someone with yeah. straight hair and you had curly hair or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to alienate people either. Sugar said in his behind the scenes that they just didn't know what to say, but Bank PD said that he liked the skit as it was, as in like what they just recorded, so they just used it. Anyone have any pressing thoughts they'd like to share about the skit? No, liked it. No. Good. Where are you from, Tash? 
Bandler. <laughs> That's the name. Of I was town. hoping that, that you'd say Natasha that. Natasha yeah. is from. Yeah, and you're from. It's often chanted by yeah. football hooligans. Where you're from is written by Cream Hangyol, RM Sugar J Hope, and produced by Layback Sound. It's the second song sung in Satori, a mm-hmm. Korean dialect. The track narrates BTS meeting someone they are attracted to, asking them about themselves and talking about where each other are from. And then it ends with the conclusion that no matter where you're from, people still have a lot in common and are able to connect to one another. Sugar said this in his behind-the-scenes thing. I'm not sure it's like super clear from the lyrics, but apparently it's about him being from Gyeongsangdu and Jail from Jolodu. And as we talked about when we talked about Palbagangsan, which is the other Satori song, those provinces are like not friends. Derby. Exactly. But they're essentially going after the same girl <gasps> and trying to like outdo each other. That's what the song is about, according to him. And I'm sure he knows. Allegedly, the song's about this. No, actually, it, it's about this. If he says it's about this, it's about this. Rumors started yeah. by Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> the song is about two conflicting dialects. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. It starts off with Sugar saying, Girl, where'd you come from? What a mystery. Where are you heading? How old are you? Are you older than me? You aren't? Then I'm your opa. Awesome. Your face is so small and pretty. I guess it's similar to the like age thing where it's like if you have the same born in the same year, like your friends and stuff, where he's like, Oh, are you from here? With the Opa thing, it's like I guess it's like more common for people to be like, Oh, Opa. Like that is like a lovey term. I think it's like girls thing. tend to want an Opa, don't they? Like someone yeah. older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of Flirting with her there, isn't he? Because he's like, like, "I'm your upper." Oh yeah, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll be your upper. I'll be your older boy. And then the bit about your face is so small and pretty. Korean beauty standards is like having a small face means you've got good body proportion. So yeah, no. they're obsessed with small face when they put their like hands in front of their face when they take photos. And then he says, um, "You look so fresh, like a salad, so smooth." How many salads have you ever come across that are smooth? <laughs> Like, lettuce is not smooth like what sort of salad is this this really smooth it's like uh, spinach you know that's quite smooth <laughs> in Gyeongsang maybe all the salads are smooth we should have checked when we were in Busan mm. well we'll have to go back yeah, we'll have to. you can ask Yungi put it on your list of questions for Yungi Asha smooth, smooth salads chef salad. men salad. yes so like, they came up with better food smooth references later let's put it that way maybe it means like a, a light one you know like a, having loads of fried foods like heavy and whatever smooth it's like oh. more digestible you want a really digestible girlfriend <laughs> no but you don't want someone who's like heavy and gonna weigh you down with all their like drama and shit you know i'm <laughs> glad you said with their drama and not fat no no drama <laughs> drama, drama, <laughs> drama drama moving on okay. have you eaten have you eaten I'm not just flirting with you. Want to get some coffee? Is coffee okay? So in Korea, to ask people, have you eaten? Apparently after the Korean War, food was harder to come by. Therefore, to show your concern on someone's well-being, you'd say, like, have you eaten? It's like a deeper than how are you? It's a concerning. It's like, yeah, I think. I care about your welfare. I've heard that when you flirt there, 
you often get like uh, questions about like your health be sure not to catch a cold and all that sort of stuff so um that's what he's getting at I think and from my extensive care drama knowledge often if a guy asks a girl have you eaten and she says yes that's her being dismissive so and then like, I don't want to whereas if they say you. have you eaten no then they often is let's eat yeah. so it's often like have you eaten as in can I take you on a date I get now it. yeah What's the coffee bit mean, Leanne? I think that's just, it. do you like coffee? No, that's, do you want to go on a coffee date? Yeah, yeah, no, but like, if she says, no, I've not eaten, and he says, yeah, let's go get some coffee, then I'd be like, no, if I can't want to eat. Well, I think she said, <laughs> I think he said, have you eaten? And she said, yeah. And he said, I'm not just flirting with you. Want right. to get some coffee? Is coffee okay? He's trying again. Fine. Well, we'll find out later who she picks. So let's, uh, let's carry on. Oh, I hope it's healthy. I don't know. Anyway, go. Tasha. <laughs> uh, J-Hope says, Pretty eyes, pretty nose, you're so pretty. Just looking at you makes me happy. But where did you come from? My heart is pierced by Cupid's arrow. Anyway, you're such a fair lady. Any guy would fall for you after the first glance. I have to approach you before someone else takes you away. I will make my move on you first. I read a translation where it says, I should just go bite you before anyone else does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) According to the lyrics that I (laughs) But no, so according to the Dulcet lyrics girl, who's great, this phrase is apparently usually used about like someone who you'd like to dote on like a child, like a cute baby, because you'd go like, oh, that baby's so cute. I'd want to bite I want to eat cheeks. Yeah. 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 I want yeah, to eat yeah. that baby. Yeah. So that's apparently what it means. So then we hit the chorus. Which is JK and B saying, where did you come from? Won't you tell me your name? I'm so eager to know. So very curious. And then it goes on to the hook with JK and Jimaine saying, I'm from Busan and you're from Gwangju, but we're alike. Even here in Seoul, even here in Jeju Island, everyone's in love. Oh, yeah. Gwangju is where Hobie's from mm. in the Jolla province and Busan is where Jimin and JK are from in Gyeongsangdu. Sugar says, stop playing hard to get before I kick you in the butt. Apparently, in 2011, a comedian used a sutury phrase, which means, shall I kick you in the butt on a Korean sketch comedy show? And it's like a playful way of scolding, like a bit of a fret. In the Dulcet lyrics, it again said it's a more exaggerated version of like, do you want to be punished or scolded? Mm. But I'm not sure if it's I'm gonna stand same. It's spanking sexually. It's spanking. Okay. And then he says, "Don't get me angry before I change my mind." That guy's no good. Are you being like this because of him? Of course, I'm mad because you like him instead of me. Girl, are you kidding me? Are you blind? The world is full of guys like that. The guy only knows himself. My heart is all yours. I only know you. She Aww. is blind. Stupid girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. It's a difficult one. Yeah. Not for you. No, no, Who's the other guy? Yeah, I know, but yeah. um, it's not you a know. difficult one still. I know. Take that back. I know. It's you, just you apologize to these listeners. I apologize. It's just obviously then here's my bias. So You can't just imply that J Hope's ugly though. No, I I didn't so imply that close. whatsoever. Girl, are you kidding me? Are you blind? No, are you blind as in like, can't you see how amazing I am? Mm. I think. Good. Yeah. Because Hobie is very handsome. I wasn't saying that he was ugly whatsoever. I was just saying, you know, it'd be crazy not to want this guy wants to kick you in the butt. So... <laughs> or the other guy. The other guy aside. 
someone wants to kick you in the butt, you know, <laughs> I'm all yours. This guy wants to give you the world. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Let's hear what he wants from his next bit. J-Hope says, oh my, look, what's this girl's doing to me? What she doing is no joke. If you keep doing that, my heart will tremble, my hands will shake, and I'll run out of breath. Are you saying you like me right now? I guess you're interested in Tolado, guys. All right. Where are you from again? You know how he goes like, gushiki, gushiki, hey? Again, we talked about that in Pal de Gangsang, how gushiki is like a magical word that can mean anything in like a Jola dialect. I think what it means in the lyrics is like, are you feeling it now? Like, are you feeling this like certain something feeling? Oh. Like there's something in the air, basically. And then he's, he goes, is your heart full of hushigi hushigi now? So is so your heart full of J-Hope now? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which is also cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then she still hasn't told them where she's from, you know? Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then all of a sudden our ex here. Fucking hell. He's like, wait, 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 where are you from? He says, I don't care if you're from the moon or the stars. You and I are the same. You're a cool girl. I'm pretty cool too. There's no other choice but to fall in love. Yeah, I'm falling in love. Yeah, that was the amazing bridge that he was talking about in that comeback yeah, interview. Yeah. If I'm not going to lie, if Aram said that to me, in spite of what you're going to be said, mm. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Genius boy, you. Genius. Yes. Flipping those lyrics. Uh-huh. But yeah. I think it's pretty fun and playful. I do like it. It sounds cute. Yeah, I remember when we spun it in, you were like, oh, I really like where you're from. <laughs> so, yeah, nice. It's cute. I think it's grown on me through the research. It hadn't like stood out to me before. But when I researched, I was like, yeah, this is cool. It's fun. Jungi said about it in his album review that when they did the previous Satori song, people had found that really fun. So they wanted to do like another Saturi song because that had gone down well but mm-hmm. he said like this song has a sweeter style I think it's just about how you can be in love with someone regardless of where they're from yeah. you know they love her even though they don't even know where she's from <laughs> they still love her yeah she could be from anywhere she could be from Jeju moon. and that's far moon or the stars that's even further mm. you know so yeah do you like it Em? I like it I think it's cute yeah performance wise I only managed to find one of the songs. Which is adorable. It is adorable, and but... they've got that little, like, cheek choreo. They all, like, shimmer to the side. I didn't think you'd like it, though, because Jackie and Aram aren't there. Apparently, they weren't sick or anything. It was just, like, according to this girl who posted the video on YouTube, before they had solo songs, they used to, like, give each other, like, give rest songs. Rest. Yeah. So Sugar Sings, Aram's Big Bridge. And I put, he does an excellent job, except maybe the, like, final two notes are a bit... And but... the point in, like, in the Saturi rap. Yeah. <laughs> same same old literal choreo. Are you from here or here? Should we go here? <laughs> Left or right. There? Yeah. They all wear these like grey top things. Mm. Is it of the era? Yeah. I think Jin looks great in it. Yeah. With his tousled hair. The hoodie, like is, uh, hoodie is nice. Mm. And v and Sugar look like they're in rain jackets. Mm. But the rest are nice. Not gonna lie, the backup dancers behind are a bit like weird. Three of them wearing like the scarf on the faces one guy that literally looks like they've just pulled him off the street i'm like just move your hands about it's like when you're like busking and someone else is like joins in on dance like a random dance <laughs> play and they've just like jumped on stage being like yeah i can get behind this one yeah, that's pretty accurate to be fair yeah. i think that's, the, uh... the backup dancers are disgustingly distractive backup dancer budget wasn't there just then really tough yeah anyway just one day 
Should we mm. take just one day to talk about yes. just one day? I want to talk just about it all day. All day long. All day. I love it so much. So Just One Day or Haruman, which is the Korean title, was written by P-Dog RM Sugar J-Hope and produced by P-Dog. So Sugar wrote this. He's talked about writing this in the hospital while he was recovering from appendicitis. Jesus Very boy. Sad. Oh, poor baby. It's about what they would do if they had just one day to spend with the one that they love. So Sugar, they were on promotion in Japan and he had his appendix burst while they were there. And then he sort of had, yeah, he had a really bad stomach ache and then he went and got it checked out in Japan and they said, we think it's appendicitis. And then he flew back to Korea to get it treated. I don't know much about appendicitis, but apparently that's not a very, very good idea because it can be quite dangerous and sort of should get it checked out immediately. Because it can burst and then that's like fatal. Well, I think it already had burst. <gasps> oh, yeah. it's fatal. Yeah. Poisonous. So, yeah, exactly. It's got quite a lot of like poison stuff in it. I so he then reason. flew back to Korea. There's a really weird reason that I know that. My dad has a big scar on his belly mm-hmm. and he used to tell us that boys have boys and girls have girls. And that was the scar from where my dad had my brother. And then later, when I was like a teenager, he was like, no, that's from when my appendicitis burst. Uh... I was like... But boys, boys and girls have girls. And he was like, you're a fucking oh. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I think I was you? like 12, 13. Oh, no. uh, it was late Tough. when they told me that that was like a lie. That oh, they just no. spun. Yeah. Thankfully, Sugar was okay, despite having flown with his appendicitis. My friend told me that apparently people tend to fly back to get health things done in Korea because they've got like an amazing healthcare system. Oh. It's like, I, I'm not sure. I think you everyone's provided with health insurance but it's all privatized so it's all to like a very high standard she said anyway he wrote this beautiful song while recovering so it starts with jk singing yeah yeah and then rm says just one day one Mm. night and then sugar's verse is the first one and he says if i had just one day i want to peacefully fall asleep intoxicated with your sweet scent if there's a chance in my busy schedule (laughs) I want to lay my body in your warm and deep eyes. Aww. Cheeky. Yeah. I like that. Your long, straight hair. Your breathtaking neck when you put it up. And the strands that fall out. Wherever we go, my handbag is your waist. Oh, and I put cry emoji so much. I straight straight my hair. (laughs) (laughs) I do whatever that boy wants. Yes, that keratin treatment I will invest, you know. Not a problem. <laughs> Why are you always shitting on my dreams, Leanne? Exactly. If that's the bar, then I will get over it. <laughs> Why has he got a handbag? Your waist is my handbag, so his hand is like always on her waist. Oh. You know. He wasn't it's like cute. using her like buckaroo. No. <laughs> like put like his toys around her waist. Puts a belt around Why? her waist. Why would you think that? Puts no, obviously not. Hangs his phone from it. obviously not okay he wants to put his hand on the waist and just go along like Mm. coupling yeah yeah coupling not practical cute well he doesn't need a handbag okay he's a manly man (laughs) he can have the waist instead so anyway and then he says Wherever I see you, I run out of breath, like the streets of Myeongdong. Hey, yeah, we've been there. And then he says, our BGM, which I think is background music, is the sound of breathing. 
your voice when you say my name. I want to be locked in you and swim in you. I want to know you more and explore adventuring through your deep forest of mystery. Oh, babe. I know. I appreciate the masterpiece that is you because your existence alone is art. I imagine this all night, every night, because these are meaningless dreams to me anyway, which oh. is sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I know. Yeah. He can't. He's like, I want you, but no. You're but just no. a dream. Yeah. He's an idol. Can't have anyone. Maybe that's why he was all in his feels because he thought he might die. You know, when you really want to cuddle when you're hungover. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, he said he kind of struggled to get in the mood to write these lyrics, but he did a really good job. I'm going to get in the mood to write a love song, put a fucking candle on. Yeah. <laughs> um... Bring me a salad. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It's deep and meaningful, okay? He's in his feels. He's in his feels. Then he gets chickens in his chorus. Yeah. The chorus goes, just one day. If I can be with you, just one day. If I can hold your hand, just one day. If I can be with you, just one day. If only we can be together. And then they can do that. Do it, do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Very cute. Yeah. I hope I can be with you for just one day. Having a party party with only you. <laughs> and I also love it when j goes, party party. I'm like, yeah, yeah, party. <laughs> on the body? No, with only you. Well, they might party on the body, but with only you. <laughs> Do it, do it, do it. I hope I can be with you for just one day. And then Another the second party. time, Tay does the party party in his very deep voice. Mm-hmm. Party, party party. Yeah. And I put that part makes me so happy. The song is just like a roller coaster. <laughs> and then so in the performance and music video, Tay does this first two lines of the next verse but mm-hmm. i swear in the track it's rm and then in the mv i think they've recorded taste voice over rms wow that's my hot take because it doesn't sound like tay at all when you listen to the song but it anyway sound like RM. yeah it sounds like rm to me there are a couple of performances which i didn't link but in them rm sings the whole thing mm-hmm. so i don't know why they've done it this way but it's nice anyway so v starts the next verse if only I could do that, how nice would it be? If only we could go anywhere to eat and watch a movie comfortably. Aww. I would do anything, girl. And then Aram takes over saying, I'm sorry, maybe I'm too rational. But still, if you see me someday, please smile at me. Maybe you resent me a little or a lot. I know I couldn't look at you more because of my dream. Aww. So I think he's real. This sort of calls back to coffee mm. for me. Like He's talking about someone he's had to break up with because mm-hmm. he became a trainee or debuted or whatever but he wants to sort of assure them that like even though I'm like pursuing my dream and like doing reasonably well now I'm like it's still hard like I still miss you then he says then just give me one day even if it's in my dream just one day out of all those words I had to swallow in flaming reality I'll pick one and tell it to you for sure let's meet when the morning glory blooms and part when they wither Oh. yeah and i put school era rm is still rm so yeah. morning glory is apparently our flowers that bloom in the morning and start to fade later in the afternoon oh. and they bloom and die that same day they're just living one day <gasps> they don't yeah. oh june they do yeah oh. really good line so I, it's I, I not just one day yeah exactly but then the flowers are only around for a day yeah you know how smart you have to be to be able to make that reference mm-hmm. fucking smarter than i am so smart. even now yeah how old is he like what 20 19 19 19 natasha as a 19 year old are you coming up with stuff like this absolutely mm. not yeah well done rm very good, good line great job and then he says i didn't think i'd get over you easily but is it selfish of me to hope it's the same for you 
I'm still lying, saying that it's all for you. You are standing in the center of my heart. So oh, cute. cute, but sad, kind of. And I hope uh, you don't hate me. Yeah. And then they do the chorus again. And then Hobie does the bridge. And he says, let's go 24 hours. If there was only the two of us, I'd kiss your lips from the morning and have a bite of brunch that can't be <laughs> and have a bite of brunch that can't be missed. <laughs> I'd hold your hand and soak up the sun. It's not over yet. In the beautiful night, I'll confess to you, with the moon as our light, all of these things tell me if I have just one day, it's possible. Oh mm-hmm. so what he's, a cute day. Again, quite hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Because love is hope. Yeah. And then they do the chorus again two times and then Aram does his, can you please stay with me? It's really nice. Yeah. really nice. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is really nice. And I think I was going to say, I think it's interesting because it's probably the most honest they've ever got about the sort of idol experience and how Mm. it prevents them from having this just one day, Mm. as opposed to like a a lot of other K-pop songs that would still do a lot of like, oh yeah, I'm so in love, I love you, la 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 la. They're like, no, no, can't have it. But if we could, then this is what I'd do. If we could, it'd be amazing. Yeah, exactly. Well, we know. And it's authentic. The days are different and resonate with the different boys and what they'd do. (laughs) Yeah, and it is fairly, you can tell who's written Who's each verse yeah, yeah. again because Sugar's all like, I want to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Let's just chill out. I'm really tired. Yeah. And Aram's like, I know this Brooke beautiful, don't hate me. Yeah. This, but this beautiful, but this flower, beautiful that flower that wins away. Blah, blah, blah. But Sugar also gets in his feels, which I think is an underrated feeling, savvy boy. And then Hobie's like, let's and get her, some food. And yeah. I'll tell you I love you. And <laughs> done. And then let's hope for, you know, it, it can happen. Yeah. yeah. So Sugar said in his album review that he remembers working on it in the hospital. And I wrote that it kind of underlines the whole point of the song because they don't even have time to be in the hospital without having to work. Yeah. I don't know if you had to work, right? That's not how writing works and inspiration works. I guess back then maybe they did. Yeah, I think he did because he talks about, he talked about later on that he remembers the whole process of writing this album being super hectic. Like they had to like run to the mixing room and like record for a bit and then run to the practice room and then run back and forth and then like, yeah, be super busy. It maybe it might have been a thing where they were like, well, if you want to contribute songs to the album, like we need them now sort of thing. Mm. Well, he, he said while working on it, he really used his imagination, but he found it difficult to get into it. So he revised his lyrics like a lot of times, he said. He was relieved in the end that the fans liked the song. Oh. Yeah, and he said aside from Boy and Love, he worked on all the songs in the hospital. Jeez. Do you have any thoughts, Tash? I... I really, really like this song. It's always nice and soft to listen to. I was really worried there when you were like hesitating. I was like, God, she's going to hate it. But I hate the MV. You hate the MV? I no. I know. What do you hate about it? Just the whole, the chairs and jumping on the chairs and getting down from no! the chairs. Holding out the hand and like looking all longingly. Yeah, it's, it's, Christina had a, a fairly small fight about just one day during the process where I was like I hate the whole thing I, I just hate it I hate this whole concept I hate the idealized romance she was like yeah but I love it and you've made out that like things that I like are dumb so then when I came back <laughs> around I like the song and I like the lyrics and I hate the MV no it's so I know good. I just feel like a little bit like the LA version it's just too cringy it's too no, cringy for me it's not cringy it's, yeah I find it too cringy I prefer them when they're angry hip-hop rather what? than like softer no trying to flirt with me through the tv 
it's not trying to flirt with you though. It's just kind of silly, cutesy. Romantic. The choreo's a bit too slow as well. No, the choreo's amazing. I wrote, I love this MV as much as I love the song. It's so happy. I love the preppy red, white, and black school uniforms. Oh, I love the the streetwear. I love the super smooth chair dance. I genuinely love that chair dance so much. Like it's the smoothest thing. And every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they perform it without the chair dance, I'm like, no, I will not watch this. But yeah, and I love the cute camera bits and the sun-soaked bathrooms with the clock. I love Jimin's like slow-mo spinny jump things. I love Tate being tiny. I love Jin's rose. I love it all. Oh, I hate Jin's rose. Oh, no, I love I it. Hate the sun. I love it. I even hate when Aaron bites his lip. But, but the older boys bite their lips at previous points. The only person that can pull off a decent lip bite is Jimin and not in this era. Oh, so when he pulls it in this era, I'm like, Jimin's getting gone. True, yeah, true. Jungie can pull off a good lip bite. He now, can. not then. Jungie can do it then. No. What do you think, Tash? The, like, window is shadow a bit. I thought you might have liked Liam because it looks like indigo teaser photos. Yeah, it does. I, I, fine. Maybe that little that one bit looks a bit indigo. The whole concept of the MV. Wow. I'm out. I hate this. I know, so hot take, it's not me as well. Really? Hey, really, but I've really come round. Really crap. That's good. Oh, you'd be crazy. Like that girl that didn't yeah. want to be with RM. Exactly. Um, That's not me. I like the lyric, I like the song. I like the authenticity of it. Do you like the video, Tash? Yes. It is cute. It it'd be nice to see like a if they did like a remake of it, like obviously we like a similar vibe. We like the chairs and the shadows, but like a with the visuals they have now. Yeah, that would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> I would love that so much. There's also a reason they haven't. They've performed it recently. Have I just they? didn't include didn't the include links because well, I want. Maybe if I would have seen that version, I might have felt differently. Okay, well I'll find it for you later. <laughs> but no, I didn't include it because I didn't want. I wanted it to be, you know, true to the era. And there's so much content for this. There's a million versions of NB and stuff. But yeah, they have performed it recently with much sturdier chairs. I think the only thing about the chairs that I don't like is that, you know, especially the, there's the bit where j sits down and then he like jumps straight onto the chair mm-hmm. and I'm always like, oh my God, he's going to fall over. Yeah, danger. So uh, yeah, that's the only bit that I don't like about the chairs, but I love the chair dance. It just makes me very happy. And then there's a few versions of the music video. Mm. There's the dance version. It's the dance prac in the music video, essentially. Facial version, which is where they don't do any dancing. They just do the little, like, So I went moments. into the facial version thinking, this is it. Mm. it. Then the choreo won't be there. Maybe I hit the choreo, but no. They're oh, too young. I can't, I can't to float get me. behind this take whatsoever. Anyway, so yeah, there's a dance version and a facial version. If, unlike Leanne, you want to bask in the glory of the Just One Day music video. I mean, like, the appeal version. Yeah, so there's there's a normal dance prep. I didn't include that one. I included the appeal version because Tay's losing his head the whole time. So it looks like he's had a massive laughing fit, like, just before they start recording this. And then he sort of keeps a straight face until RM says, Just One Day, One Night. And that's, like, the third word of the song. <laughs> and uh, he starts laughing and they do all the dance moves really like exaggerated and funny and there's loads of like cuts for taste laughing so normally obviously the dance practice are like one shot mm-hmm. but yeah they left a lot in of him laughing <laughs> especially the chorus where he fronts it the first part of that's really bad together, yeah. no the other boys are funny too they mm-hmm. do like some little... of the boys do laugh as well yeah there's loads of funny dancing and at the end they all like scream and like jump around so yeah that one's good you like that one i like that one 
Because it's silly. The whole song is silly. That's the point. The whole music video is silly. Like, they know. They know. No, I just don't think they do know. They do. Do you like the appeal version? Yes. They're all just so cute. And then uh, there's show champion where they do the performance. They're wearing school uniforms, but they all have this, like, hairdo where all the hair is, like, combed forward over your forehead. Ugh. And it's not great. I'm not going to lie. I know that style is. It's all Justin Bieber's fault, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it was really all the rage at the time, this hairdo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that they're still in the school uniform. Yeah. Why do they have so many school uniforms? Oh, we've talked about that before, yeah. haven't we? It's because they're probably signed with some sort of school, some school uniform, uniform brand. brand. Yeah. I think this was the big school uniform song, you know, mm. on the promo trail. They were like, we're not going to do Boy in Love at school uniforms because we're all angry and like rebel but just one day we will do in school uniforms. Everyone go out and buy our school uniform. There's also one where they do it on the radio. It's the same one that we've linked before mm. where Hobie has the ship's jumper. Yeah. It doesn't include the bit where he eats the chips. Ah, uh, but we know that he does. He does, he yeah. He eats the chips on that jumper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nom, Sugar's nom, nom, still nom, nom. reading his lyrics off his phone. Um, he's just got out of the hospital. Well, Jesus Christ. Sure, yeah. RM, when he's doing his rap, is doing it all like emotionally with his eyes closed. And oh. then he's standing next to Sugar and he keeps like popping in behind him Silly. and like copying him. And he does it like a few times during RM's verse. <laughs> it's very cute. And then I um, <laughs> I wrote that JK looks a bit angry at the end. He gives them all of the others a look, being like, you guys are so silly. Like, we're trying to do the serious radio Trying to do the serious performance at the yeah, radio. Exactly. Moby, stop eating the chips. Yeah. Youngie, stop trolling. Yeah. It's getting a lot of side eye. It's a weird one because it's Jin's got his coat on, RM's got his coat on, Sugar's got his scarf on. It's like they've just walked in and like, yeah, yeah, you're on, you're on. And they're like, oh. You know, maybe it was really cold that day. But I think it's styling. I think again, fire the stylist. Yeah, well, you the stylist got was like, "Young, you needs the biggest scarf it's in the world's whole biggest world. scarf." Yeah, I know. Needed I think we that said that one. Valentino fashion show. Keep him Yeah, he did. He did. People have found that look on the runway, and it's like actually with like a, a sheer top. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. yeah, when the model does it. Yeah. Imagine. Oh, also, we forgot to mention that there's that clip of him when he's watching the show. The girl with the like really sheer top walks by, and everyone's look. like looking at the model, obviously. But he's like looking up. Ah, and, like, not different. today. Yeah. I am not getting caught on this. Yeah, it's like not seen this. I didn't see it. That's the best part about the Valentino show. Actually. It's a good look for Yumpy, actually. He looks cute there with the big scarf. With the big scarf. Yeah. No, he looks yeah. a bit silly. Yeah, so... he, he is cute continuously you know my love for school area and gay mm. and then we have a dip in dark and wild and then we get back up it's all good guys so good so good yeah right any last words for just one day sorry so okay you like the song i can only be honest that is what you're here to be so <laughs> not a problem Next, our next song. I was trying to think of a clever link there, but um, we have happen. to go to tomorrow. <laughs> we have to go. It's tomorrow now. <laughs> After yeah, just one day, and the sun has risen. It becomes tomorrow. tomorrow. Nice. It was right there. Yeah. Damn. Um, <laughs> Natasha, tell us about tomorrow. So tomorrow is written by Sugar, Slow Rabbit, RM, J Hope, and produced by Sugar and Slow Rabbit. Yay! Mm-hmm. Production credit for our boy. Oh, he's done so much on this album so the songs 
pretty much about the struggles of being a young person trying to follow your dreams in the world where people are settling for nothing. It references time when you're working so hard to complete what you want to do in life, but being set back. But eventually, as long as you work hard, everything will fall into place. So in summary, keep following your dreams, even though some things may discourage you. Yeah. And like, it's okay to take a break. Like taking a break doesn't mean giving up. It starts off with Sugar and V saying, same day, same moon, 24-7, every moment repeats. My life is in between jobless 20-somethings are afraid of tomorrow. It's funny you think anything is possible when you're a kid, when you feel how hard it is to get through the day. I think he's saying like he's realising now how hard it is just to get through the day. Mm. Yeah. Sugar also mentions unemployment, which is a major societal problem in South Korea. I looked up and it said that 70 to 80% of young people go to university, but only 30% of jobs demand highly educated workers which apparently is a cause of a lot of outrage because obviously you pay for this university education, but you can't get paid accordingly. But also you obviously would need to pay the debt. Uh, to work a low-skilled job. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I've read, read like an article about this being a big problem in America as well, like after the financial crisis and stuff. Degree-educated people ended up working in like coffee shops. Mm. The finish it was saying... Every single day is repetition of control C, control V, which is like every single day is the same, copy and paste. And I guess a copy of every day is not getting you any further than that day. Yeah, I guess going through the motions of this routine and you're trying to make a living, but you're sort of just firefighting to get through the day or like feed yourself or whatever, when you don't have any time to sort of pursue dreams or, or passions. There's a bit that... He says just before the control C, control V bit where he says, I keep feeling down like the control beat gets downed. Apparently there was a like a this battle between rappers, which was on the in the Korean hip hop scene in the summer of 2013. So the summer before this album came out, it used the beat from a song called Control by Big Sean, feat Kendrick Lamar and Jay Electronica. And because of this, I downloaded the control beat, became like a slang, meaning to like diss or accuse someone. Oh, cool. And then in Konglish, which is like, you know, the abbreviations that they do in Korean English, English and using like English words as slang, downloaded is often shortened to down. So mm. when he says, I keep feeling down, like the control beat gets down, meaning like I'm facing a lot of opposition and criticism. Mm. I thought that was quite clever. Not easy being young gay. No. He said he started writing this song as a trainee, so obviously it sort of has the... It feels more authentic to how he would have felt then than mm. how he would have felt that's like Sugar BTS. Yep, and then the next line is, I have a long way to go, but why am I running in place? V's pointing out that many like older people tell him, like, oh, you've got a long way to go, and like this is only the beginning, but it feels like nothing is getting accomplished it's using up all the energy on things that just keep repeating on itself Mm. and then he says i scream out in frustration but the empty air echoes i hope tomorrow will be different from today i'm just wishing oh Oh, so sad yeah jk says follow your dreams like a breaker which is used in spine breaker i'm not sure what they mean by like a breaker 
Um, um, well, it's just the reference to working hard, right? The backbreaking efforts that you put in. Oh, yeah. And how this type of hard work is needed to follow your dreams. So keep working hard until you're almost broken. That makes sense. Even if it breaks down, or better, follow your dreams like a breaker, even if it breaks down. Don't ever run backwards, never. Yeah. Because the dawn, right before the sunrise, is the darkest. Even in the far future, never forget the you of right now. Wherever you are right now, you're just taking a break. Don't give up. You know, don't get too far away tomorrow. Um, instead of like blaming yourself for not being good enough, just think like I've achieved so much so far, and although I'm not at like this end goal, you're further than where you started. Yeah, I think like you, you're in a situation that sort of seems very hopeless in a way, but you can't sort of let that defeat you. Like let it take the dream away for you from you. It's saying like even if you do need to take a short break, you're, you're, that's not you giving up. You can't get away from what you're working towards. It's got a bit of a, an early paradise kind uh, of yeah. vibe. The don't get too far away tomorrow mm. is the I hope my dream is coming. Yeah. Because like if you live for the tomorrow all mm. the time and you're always, you know, when I graduate, I'll be happy. When I mm-hmm. get married, I'll be happy. When I buy a house, I'll be happy. Like yeah. if you're always chasing after that next thing, I really want that happiness to be tomorrow. I want that day where I feel like I've achieved something mm. to not be too far away because I'm working so hard. Yeah. And they also have a put in the note about don't forget the you of right now. Mm. They've got quite a lot of songs, even like of the much later songs that are like, oh, yeah, but we remember all the hard work and like mm. we yeah, blah, blah. It's it's interesting that it, that sort of thought also came before they'd found all the success. Mm. So they're sort of emphasizing their importance of like staying grounded. And I, I wrote that. I think it's even though he wrote it as a trainee, probably like about like trying to support himself, like chasing his career of mm. in music. But it's easy to draw parallels with them sort of battling through the early years of BTS when they weren't successful Mm. and like had a lot of opposition, but they continued to believe and work hard, even though like it might have seemed hopeless and they might have like almost run out of money or they might have almost broken up or whatever. Mm. It is nice. Mm -hmm. And then RM comes with his verse. Yep. So he says, the tomorrow we've been waiting for becomes the name of yesterday at some point. Tomorrow becomes today, today becomes yesterday, tomorrow becomes yesterday and it is behind me. Life isn't about living along but living through. As you live through, you'll disappear someday. If you keep spacing out, you'll be swept away. Yep. Beautiful. That's more on the paradise line. Every day is a dream. Or well, every day every day should be cherished and celebrated as if you've achieved something. Oh, see, I didn't think it was about that. I thought it was about control c control b you know it's a bit of a drudge at the moment like every day keeps being difficult keeps being hard but if i sort of just go with the flow and lose sight of why i'm doing this then i'll get swept away the part that i thought was like paradise was the whole you can take a break Mm. without being a failure yeah yep he says if you ain't got no guts trust it'll all become yesterday anyway so what's the use i wanted to become happy and strong but why am I getting weaker where am I going I'll probably flow somewhere is there an end to this maze Mm. last year I probably related to this Mm -hmm. obviously just come out of covid 
like properly being able to like travel and stuff so I'd made loads of plans being like oh I'm going here on holiday I'm going here on holiday and it were always like oh I can't wait to go to Bulgaria went to Bulgaria and I'm like oh I can't wait to go to this place and it went and then I'm like it had gone so fast and I didn't really like hold it in how do you like fully cherish it I think within that you need to take the time to reflect and appreciate the moment as it is I think sometimes that's a bit harder when you're you know, when you're rushing and you're trying to get from place to place, but mm. maybe the advice is build more time in your travel schedule next time. <laughs> yeah, but like even after a concert, like we got out and we're like, I've just pretty much just forgot what just happened. <laughs> yeah, it's a blur. That's why we're going to the cinema. <laughs> I'm good twice. Friday, I'm getting rocked about. Oh, they're gonna rock me again. <laughs> wow, like One Direction. Um... <laughs> So then it says, tomorrow, keep walking, we're too young to stop. Tomorrow, open the door. When the dark night passes, a bright morning will come. When tomorrow comes, the bright light will shine. So don't worry, this isn't a stop, just a pause in your life for a break. Turn up your thumbs and press play so everyone can see. I've got that if you take a break, you can always like continue at the same point. But sometimes, obviously... It feels longer to like resume doing what you were doing to try get where you're going. If it feels like you're at like the worst place possible, just have to be reminded that like the sunlight will be there soon. Yeah, I guess I, I wrote that the message of the song seems to be that if even if you experience setbacks and are discouraged, you should continue to struggle towards your dream, essentially. But it's okay to take a break, and that doesn't mean you're giving up even if the days sort of seem to blend into each other without too much progress, it's helpful and good to hope for a better tomorrow. I wrote that it touches that frustration with opportunities for young people to progress. And like we've talked about previously, how younger people have to work harder than previous generations to achieve much less. Plus the sort of grim prospects for improving your financial status and or social standing through education and or hard work that we've also talked about before. I guess they're trying to encourage people to remain optimistic and to sort of keep going and trying to chase their dreams because I guess otherwise you're sort of proving the doubters right. I guess sitting around feeling discouraged isn't going to get you anywhere either. (laughs) So you might as well keep working towards tomorrow because tomorrow's going to come anyway, like RM said. And I put that obviously it's a society where very hard work is very much the norm. And I wrote that I imagine deciding that you need a break from work or studies because you're burnt out or something like that would feel even more tricky there. And you'd feel even maybe feel even more like a failure there than you do here. And I feel like it already is quite tricky here. Mm. And you've got the incessant competition, right? Mm. Because of that, 80% are college educated and only 30% have got college educated jobs. So actually then taking a break which is normal and fair in a very hard working society mm. you could be at risk of losing whatever you've achieved if trying to get what you've achieved is not manifesting and you want to take a break you almost feel like you can't and if you take a break you'll fall behind yeah. if you take a break you fall behind because there's always someone who hasn't taken a break who is literally on your heels mm. I think it's quite relatable as well I actually have, since I read the lyrics I kept thinking about them I think the feeling that you're sort of working hard and doing everything right that you're sort of stuck in the same place like in your career or especially like if you're ending up in a situation like this like they're 
describing here where you have a bit of a dead end job it's not what you want to do but you're trying to do it while you sort of struggle towards what you want to do but you're not getting anywhere and it's mm -hmm. like even if you're at like a job that maybe this is sort of a step in the right direction for your dream like you've got your foot in the door but you're working 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 hard doing everything right and no one's sort of offering you that step up that's definitely something that I felt mm. is helpful in giving you some inspiration and motivation I found since reading the lyrics mm. and <laughs> as well as like towards what's hopefully a brighter tomorrow. And the belief that tomorrow will come. Sugar talked about this for quite a while when he talked about the uh, making of the album and he said he worked on it with Slow Rabbit. He was in charge of most of the pre-production and he made the beat. And then they worked together on the arrangement. But whilst they were doing that, his appendix burst. So he had memories of working on the lyrics in the hospital. And he said so that, that Slow Rabbit wrote the like follow your dream like breaker bit of the chorus. And Yungi then wrote the because the dawn before the sunrise is the darkest. The whole end of the chorus he wrote essentially. Hmm. But he said he had some regrets about it because while he was in the hospital, he couldn't work as fast as he would have normally. He said he had some regrets and like wondered what it would have been like if he had been able to do more and work more on the song. Jeez. Yeah. But he said he feels most attached to this song out of the whole album. So Aww. that is nice though. That is nice. Yeah. All right. Performances? Performances. Are any of these of the era? Go I on. think the first one, because mm -hmm. it's the Wake Up Tour, which is the Japanese school era tour. Perfect. I wrote that it's the inferior orange hair Yungi, mm. <laughs> which he had the beautiful orange hair for PTD LA, which I miss, I miss dearly. But yeah, it's uh, got a lot of leather trousers. Mm -hmm. Some of this little choreo looks a bit weird, I've put. Mm -hmm. But the hook is good when they do the like weird thigh move out to the side and then mm. they switch sides. And Dick is at the front. He Jake is wearing those amazing jeans. Goes hard on those, yeah. yeah uh, I, ripped. I did put McNeiline look pretty good, especially yeah. JK with his all black look. Exactly. Mm -hmm. As you can still tell, I'm agonizing over my best look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, he's got the ripped jeans and the vest, loose t shirt, vest, and like a blazer. And they seem to have sorted his hair. <laughs> yeah, they really fix his hair. Yeah. Um, right, Yunga doesn't look bad either with the backwards baseball cap. Yeah, I, I really just didn't like his shirt because the weird stripes, mm. they're not chevrons, but they look a bit like chevrons. And it just reminded me of that awful tattoo that Liam Payne has. Ah, <laughs> from direction. Yeah, but the rest of it is fine. But then I, I must really have been in a One Direction moment when I wrote these notes because I put Jim and his hair looks good, but he's wearing his shirt like a cape like Zayn Malik used to do. <laughs> And then I put Jin and J-Hope both have ugly jackets. They do. And RM's got the blonde, like the shaved sides are coming through brown. I think RM looks fine. It's just a really long chain. Yeah, Bugs me. It doesn't need it. It's, uh, it's fine. This tomorrow choreo is dreadful. I like it when, so we've linked some later performances and it's good in that. It's just that I think maybe they're a little out, out of sync for mm. some of those slow parts. I've heard that dancing slow moves is it's harder. harder in yeah. time, yeah. So... Maybe that's what's getting them. Thoughts on that one? Do you think JK looks great, not great? It looks mature-ish. I think maybe if he took his like, blazer off. Yeah. JK, he's just in a vest, you pervert. The yeah. blazer looks a bit officey, but... Uh, Bring on the carbon climate. I don't, I don't hate it. Yeah, 
JK, please. Please do it. Come on. Please do it. I know you want to. You're old enough now. Yeah, you want to show us those abs. We want to focus on the abs. People will die. What? Literally. (laughs) But my coffin. The internet shall implode. For sure. Yeah, it'll be be awesome. And if anyone's going to do it, it's 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 JK. Yeah. Yeah. There is a new billboard that's just been put up in Sheffield. I hope it's on that. Oh, that would be amazing. Unlikely. Every day, like, oh my guy. Oh my like, god. Oh, why are you? Why are you late? Why did you miss it? I'm like, oh, I had to. I got distracted. Um, Do you know what's also a banger? What the next performance? Yes. Do you know who nice. looks particularly great? Jimin V V. He, they've all got their like. I think it's from the Run MV. V's got the leather jacket with all the writing on it. That is that the Dennis the Menace cardigan? Yeah, that's the Dennis the Menace cardigan on JK. Yeah. JK that you don't like. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I love Natasha. You're gonna hate this, but I love Jin's leopard print cardigan. He's yeah, great. Well, she hates animal print. I know. Yeah, yeah. Jimin looks good as well in his blue. He's his got the blue, blue denim jacket the with the red hair that we loved from Dope. Mm. Um, is this not of the era? Sugar's got a cool bomber. Yeah, no, this is not of the era. I think we've looked. We've talked about. A, a different yeah, before yeah because we've talked about the days the men's jacket yeah we have but yeah they've blown up a lot though mm. so this wake up tour which is the first performance was from january february 2015 and this tour november december 2015 so this is the same year in the course of seven months, ten months they just blew up yeah they've gone up a lot yeah even Blows. even jk's got like he's got like the chin they've all got chin definition did they all go and have like <laughs> neck lipo yeah use that to cut bread yeah this one's better the choreo's better as well the third one though is when the visuals are our peak oh yeah well yeah but that we're in 2019 uh i think Aren't it's we? 2017 as dna dna era because the hair they're all in these like tight fitting suits and they've all got the like stripy mm. t-shirt things underneath and they're mm. mighty fine as well. <laughs> yeah and oh. they've changed so much and they're such pros and i think the choreo looks like it looks amazing here. It's very crisp. Yeah, they know. They couldn't look awkward on stage. They no. don't have an awkward body. Awkward body in their bones. Yeah. They don't have an awkward bone in their body. I did say that Junie's styling looks out of place because everyone else is in like black and white and he's wearing like a rainbow shirt. Well, everyone else has like pastel stripy mm. t-shirts. Not he, my his, boy. He's gone primary colours. Very, um, but busy. look at that hair. Yeah, his strawberry with the blonde line, hair. The strawberry blonde with the little side. Yeah, flip. yeah, yeah. He can party on my body all day long. <laughs> Party, party. Party, party, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've uh, we've seen this stage before where, is it like? It's like the stage where it's like the fans are like enclosed in the stage. If I ever wanted to be in a performance, it'd be this one. I'd want to be in that little, like. Mm-hmm. Right. Are we happy with tomorrow? Anyone have any final thoughts? It slaps. It slaps. It does. Yeah, agreed. It's a great time. It's fine. Oh, I think I don't think it slaps. You know the. I don't think it slaps like Boy in Love slaps. Mm. That slaps me all over the. It slaps in a different way, in a deep way. You know, it's a deep slap. Yeah, I liked the lyrics. The lyrics were better than when I heard it. Oh, I quite like it. I think it's like it's good, and obviously the lyrics help. It probably is the most profound song on the album, Mm. I'd say. Yeah, because it's not about love. Guy who wrote the BTS the review book, mm. Kim Young Day, he said that this is his favorite BTS song of all time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's not gonna be happy with me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god, oh. I'm not gonna be happy with you. Do you know what else slaps? 
What? The cipher. Yeah. I love this cipher. No. I literally love this cipher. You said to me a few weeks ago that you were like, it's an attack on my ears. I hate it so much. Well, I have since changed my mind. Yeah? But I think, obviously, this cipher's come after Busan. Mm -hmm. So I know what a cipher looks like. So that's problematic because I can't get that rap line solo out of my head Mm -hmm. and my subconscious. It's amazing. But also, I feel like this cipher's just longer it's it's, it's really, really long, yeah. long. Mm-hmm. so it actually feels like free rap line solos mm-hmm. supported by the others throughout yeah to the point that i'm like midway through the cipher about to get on the tube i'm in rm's bit and i'm like wait i gotta wait for yunkie's bit <laughs> so i just stand there at the top of the stairs of the tube to let rm finish and then be like well i can't stop now Yunkie is going to proper drop some beats and I need to stand here and I need to listen to it and I'm going to get on the tube like a proper bad bitch. Yeah. And I stood there at the tube and I was like, yeah, get it, Yunkie. Get it, get it, get it. Yeah. Yes. And then I was like, Christine is going to be just over the moon I'm, about I this moment that I just experienced uh, where I waited for Yunkie's final rap because it does build. It does. It builds because yeah. J-Hope's a good rapper and then Aram's coming and he's spitting like into a persona like there's no tomorrow. Aram and then you're like, Jesus really Christ, Aram, you're doing such a brilliant mm. job. And then fucking leave rapping in Yungi's ear and you've never heard rap mm-hmm. like it before no you don't not. even know so and that was before i'd even read the lyrics yeah 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 it's good it's a really good cipher but yeah i'm very happy yeah i'm forgiving you for your just one day video they cipher slap and then i was really annoyed that there wasn't more performances yeah it's so hardly any i know one. yeah they should have done this in busan as well please just do all four cipher medley not even medley just all four <laughs> Um, and this feels like a proper cipher because it's like they've got the cipher going. They're going in. I think they're they're wanting to show off their rap skills. But the hip hop, yeah, because yeah. all of the hip hop haters or the hip hop haters. Yes. Yeah. So yes, yeah. Well, they do a really good job. They do. They do. So this one it's called BTS Cipher Part Two Triptych. Do we know what a triptych no, I don't is? Know what a triptych is. So a triptych for those of you that haven't had an art history education <laughs> super useful in times like these it's um a triptych is an artwork in three parts so normally they would make altarpieces back in like the middle ages uh-huh. and sometimes they needed to like bring them from churches to churches because they were, not all churches had an altarpiece mm-hmm. so they would paint them there would be like one middle section that was big and then they'd have like two door sections that you would fold in on the middle section mm-hmm. so you would typically paint like a jesus on the cross or a virgin mm-hmm. and child or whatever in the middle section and then on the sides you'd paint a biblical scene but not necessarily the same mm. it's an artwork that has three distinct mm. panels oh, essentially like these boys exactly yeah it's a genius title oh. yeah because these fraps they don't really no like they're not even the, the beat's not the same like it's no very much three separate sets of, of rap and then you know also is mental mm-hmm. is that rm and Yungi do a verse then a bridge straight after yeah like they've just done a verse like a whole like minute and then bridge not someone else me i'm gonna take go okay nice okay (laughs) so for this one i will mention that as you alluded to when you talked about the rap haters some people have drawn parallels between these lyrics probably especially sugar's verse and this interview that rm and sugar did back in november of 2013 they went on this hip-hop podcast in the lead-up they were advertised as the only idol rappers 
quote unquote, in attendance. And they also spelt sugar as sugar on the poster. Banana. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was hosted by this guy, Kim Bong-hyun, as Kirin, which is the guy in the red hat. And then there's B-Free, who's the guy who's like giving them the most trouble. There's Deep Flow, who RM has known since 2009 when he auditioned for something called Big Deal Squad, where Deep Flow was a member. So mm-hmm. these are like guys from the rap scene, essentially, that some of them Who they knew. also know, right? Some of them RM would have known. Yeah, I don't think she could know them. And there was a guy called Don Mills who featured on a track with RM in 2015, so after this. And then a guy called Brady, who RM in the interview reveals that auditioned for BTS. During the interview, they face a lot of sexist backlash, I'd say. Mainly in terms of all these hip-hop guys thinking that they sold out to the idol company. They used to work several part-time jobs and like think that hardship is just something that all hip-hop artists sort of have to go through to get their career off the ground. And they accuse BTS of being girls, quote unquote, because they dance and wear makeup. They say that quite a few Mm -hmm. times. Obviously not good. And then Junia and Yoongi both remain very sort of calm and composed. And then Yoongi tells the story about selling his songs for less than 10 won. Obviously, we know from having been to Korea that 10 won is like nothing. Nothing. Yeah, Yeah. 1,000 won is 70p. Yeah. And he felt like there needed to be a sort of a bridge between the labels that can put things in place for you in order to be profitable and the hip hop environments that he came from, where he really admired the artists, but they couldn't support themselves with the music and sort of get their message out there. So there should be a way to link the worthwhile messages and the talent with the money and the resources, which is when they were like, no, no, but you should have just worked part time jobs and like powered through because, yeah. Anyway, I've linked the interview if anyone wants to watch it, but be warned, it's quite uncomfortable. This guy, Be Free, also posted an apology on Twitter in 2019, but fans have debated how sincere he was. He said something like to BTS and all their fans, like, I'm really sorry for all the mm. pain I've caused, etc. Well, but then he'd have been getting the hit, right? Yeah, it exactly. Video. It was many years later. Well, that's it, right? If you're from a toxic rap scene that's full of twats, of course, you're going to write songs about toxic masculinity to try and fit in yeah and also i think there's a point where rm's like well if you listen to the album then you you'll get to hear that it's quite like hip-hop heavy and the guy's like well i've not listened to the album like i just uh, yeah i just know well you know when two three when yungi says like even without listening to it i just know it's shit because it's idol music mm. that's what he's getting at i think it's like go yeah to my cypher bring it back to me exactly so it starts with this like faded little intro bit where it ends in you can haul out my bts mm. uh, and then j-hope asks because of who because of j-hope because of who because of rapmon again because of who because of sugar all the style and flow is because of bangtan bangtan style, bangtan style. hip-hop hip-hop and then he uh starts his verse the kids who lead the uh 21st century hallyu have started to play and i'll put that's a solid prediction and then he says, we're seven wolves gathering lambs with a trap. We keep driving forward Titans on the beat, which is a reference to Attack on Bangtan, which is based on the Attack on Titan manga. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he says, Bangtan Cypher right here, Psycho right here. Whoever's in the ring will win. Rap fighter right here. We're different. And then this bit where he does this weird Italian accent thing. Um, <laughs> when he goes, non haio, non bio, which apparently translates best to like, I'm high, you're by, as in like, I'm coming and you're, you're going, you're oh, leaving. Nice. Burning tires, we run, hot choir, captivating K-pop like Psy. Nice. My rap is huge. I'll say it right in your ear. Fuck that. 
<laughs> Our attack up more violent than ever. Don't need long explanations. Just explain with a rap. BTS, follow the leader. Let's go now. What? But I will say that I had to pick out some highlights from Arms Wars because it's really yeah, long. Go for the whole thing? No. Can we shout it's out at the top? Most of it, though. I Can have. we shout out at the top the beautiful intersection of Korean and English throughout? Yes. So, like, I've read Pretty. the looks of the cyber, mm-hmm. and then I was like, these like I'm gonna go look at them in Korean mm. and then see how many English words are there. They're, they're, just, they're not at the end, they're not in sentences together, they're just popped in. Yeah. Like an absolute yeah, yeah, lyrical yeah. genius of two and languages. So many of them have this is why I can't do all of our arms words because so many of it's double meaning. Double meaning, yeah. Yeah. For the rap line songs, I if you're gonna read lyrics, look them up on uh, Dosa Bangtan because she takes really good care to explain like what, what the mean? wordplay is, what the double meaning is, like in much more detail than you get anywhere else yeah arm then does his very quick but long verse it starts off with some sort of prep chat as well and including when he goes like right 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 yeah and then he goes i'm a rap viper a complete psycho if i were a dicer hey i'd have all the dice mm-hmm. cypher if you're nice i'm nicer if you're pride and I'm a Chrysler. Yeah. Pride is a small compact car model sold by Kia, apparently. No. Yeah. I'm a Chrysler. That means I'm priceless. And I'm going to try and read these lyrics without sounding like I'm trying to rap, which is sometimes a bit hard. No, go for but... it. Spit <laughs> those bars. Who are you to grade my rap with your knowledge? This is one piece. I'm a white beard. You guys are just long beards. Catfish in one word. Fuck it. So one piece is a manga where mm. there's a character called Whitebeard. And he's the strongest man in the world. Oh. And he has a handlebar mustache like a catfish. Mm. So he's saying other rappers just imitate him and become like catfish. Like people oh, online, like catfish, nice. pretending to be someone they're not. Legend. Very, very clever. And according according to the Dorset Bangtan lyrics as well, she said the phrase, it's catfish, to put it in one word, but it resembles this other phrase. Like it's, it's slang for screwing someone over. So it can also be like, I screw you over with one word. Nice. Yeah. And then he says, hee hee ha ha. <laughs> beep honk, beep. Honk. Beep beep. I'm going 300 kilometers an hour. I follow the steps to becoming greater. Again, the phrase that he uses to say becoming greater is which literally means to like polish precious stones ah. by chiseling, filing, and shining them. And it means to sort of diligently and thoroughly cultivate one's learning. So he's saying he's like studied hard, he's worked he on his craft. Like a little diamond. I won't discriminate, but catch them all. Tombstone, which is apparently a reference to the 2014 Liam Neeson movie, oh. A Walk Among the Tombstones, which is about a private detective trying to catch a killer. So he's going to catch them all, catch all the killers. And then he says, knock, knock, knock out, fire in the hole, bitch, bing, bing, pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> you'll cry you'll, and look for your dad. You'll cry and look for your dad. Then you are my dad, Aaron. <laughs> my voice constricts the necks of rap miners. The PC room is closed now. So apparently he uses minja, which is slang for underage. Mm -hmm. And it's required by law that individuals under the age of 18 cannot stay in the PC bang, the PC room after 10 p.m. So immature rappers will have to leave when I announce the time at 10 p.m. is what he's trying to say. You're rap miners. Yeah. And then he says, this is kingdom. I'm a king. You're dumb. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but um apparently dom also uh, dom in korean means like a freebie or an extra like something ah, like, uh, nice. and then you got the bubblegum right yeah i chew you and swallow your bubblegum but chew apparently is also used as slang for like dissing someone 
See, all these oh. double meanings. And then he says, above a running man is a flying man, then a man who's riding the flying man. That's me, a guy who's even worse than Rain. So Rain is a K-pop singer from JYP who's got a song called Bad Guy. Yeah. And then he's, the above the running man is a flying man is an idiom, meaning that you'll always find someone better than you and what, at what you do. So RM is saying that he's even better than the flying man. So he's on top of the flying man. Well, if only I had that level of confidence. <laughs> yeah, he, he's very confident in this era. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> He is dropping it. Yeah. And then he says, I rip up your eardrums. Boom, boom, boom. This is the curse of my dawn. And that's a reference to Dawn of the Dead, which is a 2004 zombie movie, mm-hmm. which you get from the next bit, which is a nightmare, a riot, serial murder, robbery, doom, 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 doom. You're like a cacao talk with no friends. I don't have anything to do with you. But apparently the way that he's written the phrase, it could also mean that you don't have any notifications. Mm. And it's also very close to a phrase for using the bathroom which relates to the next line mm. where he says, did you already wet your pants? Sorry, there's no bathroom. <laughs> I put the whole world on my tongue. I play with big boys on the CD or on the TV. You can see me, envy me. It's a pity, GG. And then there's this long English section in the middle where he says, bitch, I'm a monster. I rap with a prospect. Yeah, I rap with a mindset. I'm a suspect. Sucker, where your rhymes at? <laughs> where are your where lines you at? at? I'm the king. I'm the god. So where my emperor is at? I parachute on my Neverland. I'm a Peter Pan. So this will never end. You know when I ride on my G5, you sit first class and satisfy. I keep giggling, keep jiggling. Bring your booking mic, and then he goes back to Korean. Bitch, do you want to fight? Youngs who are sick with pride and strange beliefs get astonished by my eight bars. You old caterpillars, dirty. I'll give you this beat. I'll give it a try. You pest. Start talking when you can actually rap. There should be a law restricting you from rapping. And then, and then Hobie's back. Hobie's Where my back. boy's back. And then he does the because of who bit again. But this time he ends it in us three gather together and shout out a new generation. And then on the second time he goes, the next hitter will rap on top of this beat. And, and it's a different beat. Something's changed. Yeah. Could be another song. Mm-hmm. And then Sugar goes on the longest Where verse ever. Where are the drinks of Okay, sorry. <laughs> what do you think of Arms verse? I quite like it. It's really sticking it. Yes, getting on board with the cypress. Love it. Good, good. Okay, Come on. let's power through Sugar's verse. Um, they drop them in Youngie hitters. Yes. So he says, my domain is dopeman.com. Scolded many with a mic. Your speech and actions are like shackles. I'm being charged for assault with my tongue. Again, cheeky. He's going to do the little side tongue lick. Yeah, he is. And then he says, full of piety, you're a born believer since birth. But apparently the term that he uses here really means ever since birth, you couldn't do anything. Um, If you're going to whine about this beat, just go home early. And this is a wordplay or the censoring issue so the lyric is which means go home early from school or work but he actually raps which means get fucked up <laughs> so yeah look at those stubborn preachy hip-hop oldies with their stiff necks when you play underground bts plays above ground so he's insinuating that like our he and rm have leveled up since their mm-hmm. underground rapping days Compared to you who sleeps all night, I'm a workaholic, shopaholic, overspend on pens. I've brought more I've bought more than you have fans. <laughs> because he's written more lyrics than they've got fans, not just because he can really buy pens. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And also in Korean, because they don't use F, like the F sound, mm. pens and fans will be homonyms. Go like ah. pens, pens. Yeah. I go all in when I kick the ball. 
Golin, I'm balling. My voice even bewitches your girlfriend, mm, as in like GK. gets them horny. She's mm-hmm. written that that's how you should read it. Um, you said that on V Live, right? That that was when someone was saying like, "Oh, BTS look like girls," and he was like, "I shouldn't pay attention to this. I shouldn't." But actually, you know, I can make your girlfriend scream louder than you can just by hitting the follow button. Yeah, the follow button. Said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> swag. Yeah, he's got it. The studio is my playground, and my partner is our pen and paper. If I'm the sun, you're the moon. Because when I rise, you go down. Nice. You bastards judging the value of hip hop. Your crappy rap is a burden to others. So apparently here, here he references a show, TV show where people get their family heirlooms like appraised. Mm. And like, like Antiques um, Roadshow. Yes. He's saying like they're judging the value of hip hop like on Antiques Roadshow. And then he says, take a break. You go to Hawaii, go home. So apparently you go to Hawaii is a famous line from a 2001 Korean film called Friend. But this guy, Be Free, who was dissing them, also grew up on Hawaii. <gasps> yeah. Go back to Hawaii, lad. Exactly. And then he says, watch how far I go. A big upset when no one expected a decisive win. Mm-hmm. Go look for more part-time jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is because uh, Be Free in the interview, he said, keeps being like... Oh, you need to work more part-time jobs. Well, he kept saying, like, when Younger was like, I sold my songs for 10 won, he was like, yeah, but everyone goes through that. Like, I worked, like, three part-time jobs. And he's like, you just go look for more part-time jobs, man. <laughs> Which is really funny. It's probably not worth trying with your short and thin career. I hope you survive. Keep rotting away. Your rap is recycled. So in Powder Gangsan, we talked about the Anavada movement. Mm-hmm which was the movement that they had during the Asian financial crisis where people were asked to like reuse and exchange with each other, like goods and like, yeah, yeah, the food and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the name is short for be frugal, share, exchange and reuse. So he's saying your apps recycled as in like Anabada, we've oh, reused gone and recycled and it. Yeah. And then he says, you who uses someone else's flow that was used frugally and shared yet again reuses it so he's taken all the terms from the anabada movement and put it into the next line as well which is cool and the frugal i guess means he's sort of saying that this guy's copying but doing a lesser job Mm. but in the interview with be free there's quite a long section where be free is going off at juni about copying kanye west's flow on one of their teaser trailers I think it's the comeback trailer for mm. um, Or You Late Too. But Junior explains in the interview that he did that intentionally because they had planned on using Kanye's song for the comeback trailer, but then they couldn't do the censoring. So they had to work the dance and things to a different song. Mm. So because of that, he had written new Korean lyrics to the same song and then wrapped them to Kanye's style so that the feel of the track would remain the same so that the dance and everything would fit. And this guy, Be Free, was all like, no, I was so upset because I'm a huge Kanye stan and, like, stealing flow is such a big deal. Yeah. He says, hey, bitches, know that you're embarrassing. With just 24 bars, I'll make you lie down sick. Compared to your size, your rap is so fragile. So in the interview, obviously, the other rappers are a lot bigger than Junie and Yungu because they're still really young. He says, like your parents, my heart hurts every time I see you. I'll draw a period onto the artery of your music career. Haha. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute. Just cut him fucking new pair of shoes and trousers. He is not taking any any hate from these guys. It's a good cipher. I like it a lot. (laughs) It's a banging cipher. Yeah. They're able to show off their like skill sets. Arms are so powerful and Yungi's 
rappers so fast. Mm-hmm. So, and even Hobie's rap, Hobie's a very good hype rapper. He opens it. He yeah, he the brings bridges. it back. They're very complimentary. Mm-hmm. I like the lyrics as well because they're obviously really shows their sting and their anger, but they're full of this like clever wordplay and all that. it sort of allows them to show off their technique. Poets. Yeah, but also their brains. Mm. And I brought that I think the first cipher is much more like slow in the 90s. So this is, I think, consciously probably as they're like, right now we need to show off our, like we can actually rap. We yeah, need yeah. to show off how show good off, we are just... at rapping. But no, but obviously they were making a point though, right? Yeah, because all these can. guys were saying like, you're not real rappers, you're girls and whatever, idol rappers. And they're like, no, actually, let's show you what we can do. What did Jungi say in his album review? He thought, well, he said he thought he'd die while working on it because the recording was done in one day, he said. <laughs> yeah. And he said that they finished writing it just two days before the album went to mastering. So they recorded it all really fast. And he spent a lot of effort on the lyrics because they had to show skillful rap. And he said the beat was strong. So if it was wrong or the rapping was clumsy, then it wouldn't have stood up to the beat. Mm. That's what he said. And probably that will resonate more with rappers listening to this than it does to about oodles me. of rap listeners. <laughs> yeah. But he said he said about like the beat having this strength that he needed to sort of match with his rapping. He said they went through a lot of hardship to make it skillful. So yeah. Anyone have anything to say? Do you want to say anything else? Do you have a favorite verse? I think I'll go with Sugar Sparks. Yay. So I like clicked on the video, mm-hmm. the interview video, and a lot of people were like praising him being like, oh, they won't be in like, like, you know, when you're in an argument and you like, you start shouting louder than them. You couldn't each other off and stuff like that. Even though it's like, they're obviously being insulted and everything. They're just sitting there and taking it, but like, it's a very smart mm. way of um, doing it. So like, the way he puts his lyrics in this cipher, he knows what he's doing and he knows he'll get a reaction off them which is different to what their reaction was. Is obviously, like, they'll be like, no, 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 like, blah, 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 blah. and he's like, why are you kicking off about it? Like, deal with mm-hmm. it, and then, like, you know, move on from it. I wish I could do that. Yeah, definitely. They remained very composed. Very composed. Yeah, it was commendable, for sure. And there's not enough opportunities in life where you can take the higher ground and then just whack them with a hater song yeah there's just none actually now that i think about it no you know like when am i gonna send my hater emails yeah to all my colleagues and my (laughs) oh i thought we did block that girl (laughs) in this instance where the rap line and shoot the haters exactly one performance should we talk about the one performance yeah it's a good one though it's a really good one yeah it's a performance from all for one it was a 2015 music festival where rm or rap monster was one of the headliners and just Aaron was the headliner Tasha he was one of the headliners at this hip-hop I think it was a hip-hop festival Joe and Sugar joined him to perform the cyphers two and three on stage so very cool um my first (laughs) note that I wrote is honestly Junie in that massive t-shirt looks kind of thick he does look thick yeah look this Junie rapping in this cypher Mm -hmm. is not the Junie I fell in love with but I would marry this junior. Yeah, it's a different thing. It's a different thing, but he is so hot and so hungry and so sweaty and just so swaggy. Mm -hmm. 
And then that's the man that spoke at the UN and cares about flowers and that. <laughs> but I don't even how can how can this boy be all of the things? Yeah. It's a complicated thing. It is. Don't yeah. worry. And then Youngie looks great when he flips the hood up. He looks great the whole time. I like his ripped jeans. He's got like the ripped like kind of faded blue jeans and he's got an all black sort of baseball top type thing. Mm. Uh, black bomber. bomber and backwards hat with a bandana underneath. Mm. And his blonde hair like sticks out of the yeah. Yeah. Hobie yeah. Yeah. is yeah. wearing a towel, which is sad for him. I don't mind it. I you don't, don't mind Hobie's towel. I don't hate it. It's not like attractive, attractive. I go, don't go like, oh my god, he looks so hot in the towel. But I do think he looks cool. Mm. Yeah. I think with the logo hoodie thing and then mm. the bucket hat and then yeah, I don't I don't hate the towel. Mm. I do hate the towel. It looks mm. like he's been to a pub got really drunk and then when they have them like fosters towels on bar to like think it looks like he's for ah fuck it put it on his head put his hat on a walks hat like <laughs> nicked a towel from a pub yeah yeah anyway what are your thoughts on the cipher oh, i love it better than three and four no 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 this one is is really cool i still love it a lot but i i think the fourth one's better and then the third one then the second one I don't know about the third one. I need to look into lyrics and things to write the... I was pleasantly surprised by this one. Um, I agree with Christine on the... This one, just listening to it-wise, with the different beat changes and everything, I think it's a bit... It's not something that, to me, is like nice on the ears. Whereas the four and parts of the three... Are a lot better to listen to him be like oh yeah yeah i can get this bit of a different vibe and stuff but yeah this one's better lyrically but not sound wise personally yeah i mean i think the lyrics are good across the board to be honest but again i think this one's really interesting because of the different like the mm-hmm. different beats to the different verses and that's cool but the other three and four are probably easier to follow and get into as songs because they feel more like coherent songs, which is obviously a, a conscious choice that they made here mm. away from that. But yeah, three and four are, are bangers as well. Maybe I need to go back and listen to Cypher 4 mm-hmm. now that I've seen the Mimbu sound. But I felt like this Cypher just sort of slapped me around the face and was like, this is what we do. Right. And maybe it stands out because of the rest of the album. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I also wanted to shout out, there's a bit in Sugar's verse, presumably when he's talking about getting people's girlfriends horny <laughs> uh, where he does a tiny little hip thrust like yeah, he did in Busan. There's a line in Cypher 3 as well about how his voice makes people horny. So mm. that is a uh, complicated a thing that he does. And then um, the only others that I could find was they apparently did also do this on BTS Begins but I could only find fan camps of Sugar's Verse for that one. So I included it just to show that they performed it. I hate that I can't find better videos of this though. Mm. I feel like it's a crime against rap line and people at that concert should have been doing better on the vid there's not many phones no. I don't know when it is but it's not that global icon everyone must film at yeah. any time like I can't see any phones no there's not a lot of army with their phones yeah. out yeah that's an interesting point actually yeah um, maybe they were banned maybe, maybe. this is uh, illegal or maybe. like uh, or discouraged that makes sense actually mm. yeah okay any final words on Cypher it slaps it slaps it does thank you for listening to this part of our school love affair series we hope you enjoyed it 
please make sure to follow us on social media. Where can they find us on social media, Christine? So you can find us on Instagram at generationbts underscore. We're the same thing on TikTok and Twitter. And on YouTube, we're at generationbts. If you want to email us, it's generationbts, all the albums at gmail.com. And if you want to and you have time, you can rate us on Apple and Spotify by clicking the uh, little stars at the top. We will see you for the next part. Bye. 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 Bye.